0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of Knights of Evening Star. I'm your Dungeon Master, Mark Sherlock humes You hopefully know who I am by now. And joining me, you hopefully know these four fine people. Uh, my wonderful friends, we have... Da, 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 we have Jonathan Indovino, a.k.a. Shady Penguin, Mika Burton, Anna Prosser, and Nate Sharp. Hello, dear friends. How are we all?
1: We are all... Ready not, for D and D? Not as good we as are. Anna's hair. Nobody can be as good as that. Thank you.
0: Yeah, that's like a special level of good. Like... But everyone's ready for D and D's. Of course. Yes. Yes. yes.
1: Let's play. Excellent.
0: Excellent. Um, just to, you know, in a quick check in, especially because I did ask, but Anna wasn't here at the, the time I asked. How is everybody looking for things like spell slots and hit points and things like that? Is everybody's great, right? It's it's a it's a great time for a big epic combat right
1: y- yeah if by big epic combat you mean everybody gets to take a long rest then absolutely if by big epic combat you mean actually big epic combat then no hmm,
0: interesting no. all right Don't well,
1: interesting.
0: <laughs> interesting well let Just me give you a little recap on what happened uh, last time here on nights of evening star uh, having entered the shadow fell in search of rare materials to complete an artifact called the dark light Our party encountered troubling visions and dark manifestations within a pool of shadow. After their struggles, the party caught the attention of one of the divine overseers of the plane, the Raven Queen. The deity offered the party uh, an assistance uh, with their struggle in exchange for a favor for a favor and the soul of Lady Cecilia, the mage that has uh, informed them about the dark light, the events at Castle Braywinter, and has struck something of a bargain with the party in exchange for her assistance. After discussions and conflicting ideals, the offer was ultimately rejected, with the Raven Queen instead offered a direction and suggested that the party may find what they need there instead. Heading in that direction and taking a moment for a short rest The party now have come across a strange camp beneath a fiery halo in a dead gray wood. And I'm going to add one thing that I didn't say at the end of our last session, because I might've added it in today, but just imagine that I forgot to mention it at the last time beneath uh, this halo of fire that is uh, roaring above the, the trees in this dead, Leafless dead forest that stretches out for miles before you. Uh, Beneath the fiery halo, in the middle of this camp, there is a stone tower that seems to, it's not impossibly tall. It, you know, looks like a guard's tower or perhaps a, you know, wizard's tower or something like that. Some sort of stone structure that the rest of this wooden camp has been built around. Um, And you can see it's been built not hastily but rather haphazardly, as if built in something of a rush. Uh, And as we finished the last session, you guys were just about to head inside, and you could see that inside there were a couple of pale, blue-skinned, feathered creatures, beings, uh, angelic-looking beings, in fact, that appeared to just be laying around in a state of malaise, um, unmoving, unresponsive, uh, and that was the last thing that happened. So now, good friends, good party members, I hand the reins to you. What would you like to
2: do? I start <laughs> swinging. <No.
1: laughs> um, do these creatures have pointed ears? Like elvish ears?
0: Um, I think that some of them do, but they okay. don't look like any elves you've ever encountered. Uh, they are all blue-skinned. They almost have a, a luminosity uh, to their skin that seems to pulse and radiate they have yeah white large feathered wings golden armor um muscular in most cases most of them look quite muscular maybe a little taller than a than a typical humanoid um they they definitely look more planar than elven Gotcha. But Some of them do have pointed ears. Some of them have almost orc-like features. Um, some of them have dwarfish statures. They almost look like a kind of mirror of many of the mortal races, but then they have these angelic accoutrements uh, on top of it as well. Sadie <laughs> impressed at my use of the word accoutrement. That I was think. a word in half. I
3: really like that. <laughs> I mean, you you just used malaise and accoutrement in, in the big like already within the first few minutes of Mark this game so many yeah. books and the I read accent a just, just makes it sound smarter. <laughs> oh yeah i have
2: no idea what's going on now
0: <laughs> well if you need if you need me to explain i think nate do just uh, that's do that's okay just i
2: can google
1: nate okay, they're great. tired and fancy
2: oh ah,
1: tame. <laughs> <a> <laughs> do they look they look like ill
0: uh, at this distance, because you guys haven't fully gone into the camp yet, you know this is as you're walking your way through this dead forest. You see this wooden camp, and there is a wooden palisade wall, but there's no gate on it or anything like that. Um, at this distance, it just it almost like they're sleeping, or they're just some of like two of them have just laid down on the ground and like kind of slumped up against some sort of wooden guard post. Um, not quite sure. Not moving unresponsive
3: if i think that there are angels i know nothing about them and so i turn to azara and i'm like what are
1: those (laughs) what are those what are those (laughs) um can i roll an arcana check would azara know anything yeah sure
0: yeah arcana is a great planar kind of knowing about the planes and things like that 13 13 i think that, i mean you certainly know that these are celestial creatures looking okay. at them uh their presence here in the shadow fell is odd uh you certainly don't remember anything about uh celestials and angels being present in the shadow fell um they normally come from the other the the celestial planes the outer planes like mount celestia elysium these kind of places that exist uh that tends to be where they're from they're generally servants of good gods uh celestial beings Um, I think that's probably what you'd know from a 13. But yeah, looking at these creatures, they definitely look like some form of celestial.
1: Um, I would pass on that information. And then I think I would also add, uh, and from what Lady Cecilia said about this moat of light, I'm assuming we have to help these misguided creatures if this isn't where they're supposed to be. To tell you the truth, I'm at a loss.
3: Well... If this isn't where they're supposed to be, then I suppose we should help get them on their feet and send
1: them in the right direction? I would just say approach with caution. They may look down on their luck, but they are still celestial beings. That's a power none of us can touch.
3: Should we approach?
1: Cautiously? she kind of like looks around to the rest of the group.
0: I walk up and
2: start swinging.
0: <laughs> Not sure if I'm waiting for the just joking or if this uh, is a, <laughs> a real life. Unless, no, JK, unless.
3: Actually, uh, reasons I, that as a joke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we could look Tom. to Clive and be like, do you want to introduce yourself?
2: Excuse me.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, Clive, you just start walking up and kind of shouting out, um, making your way towards this open part of the wall that leads in. Uh, you shout out. There is no response from the two that you see kind of slumped at this guard post. But you do hear just in the distance, you can hear some sort of shouting or noise or response, but it's kind of muffled. It seems to be coming from further in the camp. Um some, you know, some sort of like, very muffled kind of shouting coming from a distance. Um, but the two on the ground just I think one of them, their head barely turns to look in your direction and then they just kind of slump their chin forward again.
2: I kind of like crouch down and uh, with my Morning Star, I'll just like lightly tip their head up to uh, see if it stays up.
0: Please do not trouble us just go before this place consumes you as well you see this kind of humanoid figure kind of looks thoroughly drained just looks wiped out you can see that there is this luminosity under their skin but it's dim um as if somebody's sucked the very life out of them or something like that but yeah just very weakly holds their chin up and then as soon as the morning star goes away their head just kind of droops uh they kind of roll over to turn away from you you know, as if you've bothered somebody when they're sleeping. Uh, they just kind of roll over. Their wings kind of just flop down beside them. Um,
3: Can I, I perceive... Think... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No. Can I perceive what um, area of... Malays they're in like can i perceive whether they have our our stats and whether this is like a constitution problem or a strength problem or anything like that you
0: can make a medicine check you can go up and physically examine and i think that's what it would be right it's not just looking at them you'd be like checking their pulse like checking their complexion their pupils it'd be an examination right to see if there's anything physically wrong with them
3: Okay, Unless I'll you wait. have
0: like a detect magic or something like that that you want to use to see if they're under the influence of a spell or something like that would be a more of a detect magic thing.
3: I'm, I'll wait um, until Clive is done if I have to touch them. Because mm-hmm. I was just assuming that maybe with my super observant feet <laughs> that I, I mean, with observe... your observant feet,
0: there's things that you can know about them, but it's not like uh, you don't have CSI vision of like, like calculating yeah. like, oh their pupils have dilated by six point nine percent. That's more of a medicine check thing. Okay, I'd nice. say that with your perception, uh, thank you, thank you, Nate. I'm glad you picked up on it. Um, <laughs> with your perception, I mean, they they look exhausted. But you don 't see signs of any physical activity they 're not sweating um, they 're not their weapons are discarded they 've just got like one 's got a long spear that 's just in the ground. It looks like it 's been there a while. You can actually see that some of the dead grass that grows here in in the or dead grass, but this gray grass that grows in this forest has actually kind of grown over the spear. You can see parts of it have begun sort of rusting away it 's been there a while it's probably been there months. You think this creature, like looking at the way that the foliage has grown around them and things like that, Agnes, you think this being's been laying there for weeks.
3: I'll just kind of cautiously um, approach behind Clive. I'm not going to get close okay. to them until he's done sure. with his introduction.
0: Uh Tarko, is was anything you wanted to do, by the way? Just giving an opportunity, uh, if there was anything you wanted to do. No, I think he's just uh, being cautious. Just cautious, kind of keeping yeah. keeping behind Agnes and stuff. Azara, yeah. uh, anything, yeah, well, or gonna, you can just follow up.
1: Fuck it, I'm gonna burn my last first level spell slot, and I'm gonna okay. detect magic. Mm. Okay,
0: um, <clears throat> I think that hmm, school of magic, hmm, plain school of magic. It's a mixture of enchantment and illusion magic, but this is not the effect of looking at it. This is not the same sort of aura that you would get as if somebody had cast a spell over these creatures this or the aura that you see this mixture of illusion and enchantment and necromancy I would say as well is very similar to when you look at the trees or the rocks or the very area of the shadow fell itself it's all suffused with the same kind of blend of magical energies and these celestials are covered in it they're just soaked in this energy
1: um I don't know if this is one of those. The answer will be whatever your character thinks. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and ask: With Azara's arcane knowledge, would she assume that the Shadowfell is draining these creatures of their life?
0: That very much sounds like what Azara is thinking.
1: Ah, <sighs> okay. <laughs> um, oh, what is what what what's pinging off the giant halo in the sky?
0: Uh, if you look up towards the giant halo in the sky, that has a fading aura of evocation magic and you get the sense that that aura used to be a lot bigger and a lot brighter um there's almost like a residue you can still see the outline and it's been shrinking 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 um there is also uh yeah that's what you would see if you look at the aura and on, there's no
1: uh, pings in the tower
0: uh, looking towards the tower there is a abjuration uh, magic um you can see that where the door of the tower is it's it's you know in the middle of this camp so it's not too far away um but when you look in that direction where the door into the tower would be there is just almost like a black shroud over it very similar to the castle braywinter door when you first arrived had this kind of writhing black uh shroud over it um but uh, Agnes, as you're kind of as this is all happening, by the way, you're hearing that there are other beings apart from these two in this camp. You hear things like uh, doors being shut. Um, you hear kind of the scraping of steel from one thing. You think you can hear like a very faint voice, kind of trying to call out. Um, you kind of hear like faint, sort of like. Oh,
3: oh, 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 oh.
0: Kind of calling, but then you also hear mutterings of like, "No, we cannot let them in. No, they must, they're tricks, they're demons. They must have be been sent here to kill us." And you kind of hear all these mutterings. Kind of, there's there's like little barracks and outbuildings scattered around this uh this camp, but all of it's been built around this stone tower.
3: I interrupted Clive, so I'll let him finish before I do anything else.
0: Go, go, Clive.
3: Oh, Clive's
2: vibing.
0: Clubs vibing. Yeah, there's, there's are you done else. with these two sleepy angels? You're just like meh.
2: Yeah, it was it was boring.
0: <laughs> <Yep>. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they don't speak to you again. Like you know, if if you're not bothering them, they just roll over and just
2: do I hear stare those, those voices? into nothing? Do I hear those voices?
0: Uh what's your passive perception? Uh, thirteen. 13 you can hear there's noises but you can't make out the words like you can hear sort of like muttering and stuff okay um which one there's like something which is kind of a i'd say you can kind of discern that there's a higher pitched voice um there are some low whisperingy kind of gutter mutterings um those are the kind of two sources and I i think all of you can hear that there's these you know two different sources uh, agnes can actually make out a bit more of what they're saying you can hear the high-pitched one is the one calling for help and then the other one is kind of these quite mad ravings of you know talking about demons and not real and uh it's too dangerous
2: i rolled and clive is apparently more interested in the lower sounds so okay yeah go for that uh-
0: Alright, so Clive starts making his way towards a larger looking wooden building. Uh, looks You'd identify it as probably what looks like a barracks, almost. Very similar to the one you have in uh, Evening Star Keep In Starwatch Keep. Um, and Clive just starts making his way towards that. He's just like, do-do-do.
3: Alright, see you later then.
0: I was going to say, do um, you guys want to follow? or Do you want to do your own thing? Or I'll what's say, the wait, plan? wait,
3: just a second, and I'll kneel down and do that medicine check, uh, okay. gingerly. Sure,
0: make a medicine check. Uh, six, six. I mean, you check their pulse. Uh, do they have pulses? You think so? There's a heartbeat there. Um, you check their eyes. Oh, they don't have pupils. They're just kind of dull spheres of glowing light. Uh, ooh, you don't think they're sick. They just seem sad.
3: Uh, Azara,
1: where where do we put them? I'm I wonder if we can bring them back through the portal to the non dark realm. Um, but I feel we should if is Clive still walking away.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, so.
1: I feel we should follow him first. I kinda like Pat the angel like
3: mm. they're there. And then they just <laughs> gr- there's just like a faint
0: grunt and then they just they barely move like when you touch them, There's just this faint sort of like mm noise and that's it No follow okay uh tarko are you going with him
3: yeah i'll follow him all
0: right clive you're the first one to reach this uh barracks um as you approach the the voices get louder they kind of all muffled behind the the wooden walls um but there is a kind of growing sense of urgency uh you hear what sounds like metal and weapons being readied uh and heavy latches coming down be gone be gone trick Begone, foul beast! We all find no victims here. We, oh, no, no, the voices cannot, cannot have listened to the voices. There, it's all lies, all lies here. Nothing but death outside these walls. Nothing but death. Nothing but death. Evening.
3: <laughs>
0: Begone, foul creature! Begone, beast of lies!
2: I look to the rest of the party. It called me fell. Can I start swinging?
3: Probably not yet uh we're not monsters we're here to help
0: (laughs) not not monsters not monsters in a realm of death and shadow and fear Ah, nothing else could be here but a beast but a monster foul and dark
3: if Uh, everything uh. here is monsters then are you a monster Monsters
0: in our hearts, monsters in our minds. We have failed. We have failed. He has led us to darkness. And in darkness we will die. Our immortal souls will be forever lost. And you just hear like some like pounding, like somebody punching wood or something inside. Um, You hear just like other voices kind of like sobbing and wails coming from inside as well.
2: Right, well, I'm going to come in now. <laughs>
0: Ready yourselves. Stop your Stop it. We will die. We will die gloriously. If these beasts intend to take me, I shall. I shall fight. I shall kill all that come inside.
2: They said they gloriously. Kill. This is this is kind of my field.
1: Um, Azara will kind of put a hand on Clyde's shoulder and say, just "Get some extra monsters up just in case." But go ahead. <laughs> uh, did did you happen to fall through a portal in the castle?
0: The voices, the voices act as if they do not know why we are here, why we they their voices act like they don't know that he brought us here, that he brought us here in his foolish quest, and now now he has abandoned us, locked himself up inside his tower, where he is safe, leaving the rest of us to die <laughs> and it just goes quiet
3: who.
0: <laughs> There's no response.
1: Do you mean Raron?: There's no response. Maybe,
3: maybe we should go in. Sounds like they could use some help.
2: Clive, I will open the door.
0: <laughs> uh, the door is locked very firmly. You kind of give it a rattle you heard some sort of like bolts being shut and things like that.
2: I um, will open the door.
0: Okay make a strength check for me athletics check for me. Don't mind me just need to oh quickly set something up um, create encounter
2: Oh my god <laughs> just, just to let you know I'll be coming insane now I won't swing first but I will swing last.
0: Come inside
2: at your death,
0: foul beasts. We will not be
2: so easily swayed.
0: Right, so you this to one sounds the terms. more feminine.
2: You agree to the terms then. All right. Uh that is a 25.
0: Okay. Uh Morningstar, or is this with bare hands kind of just pulling this wooden door off of its frame? bare hands sounds cooler. Bare hands you feel the door kind of rip itself free of these uh, hinges and locks that it has. A big sort of wooden uh, crossbar on the back of it just comes smashing through the wooden walls. i rip
2: this door off and standing in the doorway, I'm just like, again, enter in peacefully.
0: Yep. Uh, As this happens, uh, you do see uh, there are maybe sort of four or five beings inside this place three of them look to be in a similar state to the two that you had seen previously. They're laying down on the floor or sat in chairs, completely unmoving, cur- completely unresponsive. However, two of them you see and it's, you know, it's it's a barracks, so there's beds and tables and things like that around. But you can see two of them, two angelic beings with these flame-like wings and halos in full armor draw steel. And they are like at the ready and they they are going to You know, they are waiting for somebody to step inside and they are just readying themselves there.
2: Again, I wouldn't do that.
0: (laughs) Let us destroy this illusion and be done with it. Let us end everything here. And they kind of turn to each other. The other one who's a a feminine sort of angel uh, just sort of begins cackling madly. (laughs) Just laughing maniacally.
2: Like, turn to everyone, like, are we still trying to, to not, you know, kill them?
1: I, I mean, I fear they won't hear reason. I think this plane has driven them to madness. she kind of like trails off, like,
2: <laughs> well, I guess we'll, we'll try passive for a round and I'll step in.
0: Okay, They are both going to take readied actions and immediately (laughs) swing at Clive as soon as he steps inside this building. They just come running at you with these weapons, uh, these blazing long swords um, full of radiant light. And yeah, they are, they readied actions, so they're going to take those readied actions right now um, as they both rush towards Clive, uh, completely mad, just cackling and screaming uh, gibberish, speaking nonsense as they rush towards you. Uh, That is going to be a uh, 13 to hit you from the first one, Clive? Nope. Uh, Or a, this is going to be a 17 to hit you on the second one. That does. Okay. Uh, So this is going to be so as the, you're not raging yet, so this is no no resistance against this currently. Uh, That's going to be 10 slashing damage plus oh, these are D8s. Um, Not what I thought plus seven uh, 10 radiant damage uh and then an extra because they have an ally within five feet uh three radiant damage so 13 radiant damage so 23 damage in total so the the first swing you manage to block with your morning star and then this second one just cuts through your stomach um and this blazing light sears the wound as it does so uh and that's going to be the point where we roll initiative
1: I sure do wish I was a high enough cleric to cool. have greater restoration. <laughs> well, <laughs> I sure do wish.
0: So, uh, what we got, Agnes? Is that nine total? Yep. Yeah. Nine total for Agnes. Tarkle. You are 19. muted, my good friend. Nineteen. Nineteen for Tarkle. Uh, Clive. Seventeen. Seventeen and Azara. Eleven. 11. Can I, like, Stop. say
2: something to him before we start initiative?
0: Uh, you definitely, you can, yeah, it's a free action to speak. Um, Yeah, you've stepped in, and then as soon as you stepped in, these two have rushed to, would you? It's gonna be Tarkle first, but if you wanna say something, okay. you sure can.
2: I'll, like, take the damage. It hurts, but I'm still standing fine. I just bend down. I'm assuming, wait, are they are they also taller?
0: Uh, they're a little bit taller. They're probably, you know, probably around sort of, like, 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, um, so, so they're I tall, would still... but I'd still like bend
2: down to talk to him and be like, I'm going to let that one go. You get a freebie. Next time, I won't be so nice.
0: Make a persuasion check with disadvantage, I think. So yeah, persuasion with disadvantage. Eight. Eight. Um... the 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 male one just says like we will not listen to the
4: words of illusions destroy them destroy them sister they have come to
0: kill us kill us all uh and they just yeah there's i mean these guys are completely raving like there's no sense of kind of recognition there was only i think if you had pulled that off they would have gone like Ah, oh, this thing's not real. Maybe we should just ignore it. But yeah, they're just they're convinced that you're some sort of thing that's been sent to kill them, or that you're the, not even real. Turn you know. to the
2: party, be like, I, I feel like I've paid enough. <laughs> is that is that sure. a goal?
0: uh So, Tarkle, you're the first one to react at the moment. Clive is in the doorway, like he's stepped in, and these two things are in front of him. But you're gonna have to get past. Clive or like something to get into the room if you want to fight these things. Um they look like they're winding up new swings against Clive. They ha- they don't seem interested in you, Azar or Agnes. They are fully focused on Clive right now. Okay. Um I think since uh Clive had looked back and been like, Can I swing? Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna try to slide between Clive's legs. Okay. And then just use my kiss of silver on the nearest one sure they're they're within melee range right because they they're in melee range of clive so yeah if you move through what i'd say is you'd go under clive's legs and then pop up sort of next to one of them you wouldn't Mm -hmm. be leaving their threat range so we'll say that yeah you don't get an opportunity they don't get an opportunity attack against you but you'll be in the room with them basically yep uh so i'm gonna do that you slide
2: under and just stab straight up like right right in their hoo-ha
0: yeah, right in their right in their goods. I wait, I get advantage, right? Because I have someone you do? within. Oh, thank the Lord. I rolled a does it okay? It's okay, also it, you're rolled, reacting, you're reacting before them, so you have advantage as well. Okay, cool. So I rolled a one. This is a continuation of the curse, but that was a 12, which is plus eight, so 20, 30, 20 that does hit but it nearly doesn't uh they are clad in armor they have shields um they've pulled these swords and yeah you managed to find a chink in their armor and pss, a cut their, in their leg hoo-ha. i understand yeah straight okay. in the hoo-ha sure nice uh the dagger comes up and yeah you can roll damage with sneak attack
3: did
4: that work on dndbeyond.com
0: uh it worked on roll 20 oh okay then take that first one whatever that was uh 18 was the first one total damage okay. yep total uh bad. Yeah the the blade strikes true it cuts through um through into their into their you know body underneath these two uh their wings are more like fiery translucent wings than actual feathered wings and they have these fiery crowns over their heads um one of the ones sleeping in the room is like them the other two are like the ones you met outside with the blue and and feathered wings but yeah so the first four. one you mentioned cut in uh, there's two that are attacking you but there are three more just not moving. The, the other three have turned to watch, but they're not reacting in any way. They're just kind of like okay. just watching. Um, I'm, uh, I'm going to kind of try to follow Clive on his words and say now that was my free hit for hitting my friend. We don't have to keep doing this. And then I'm going to disengage and slide back behind Clive. Like I'm gonna rever- you know, because I can just get your little action. Yeah, you'd have of movement just, to do that. You kind of yeah. I little bit of a little bit of a kind of a you know a kind of acrobatic capoeira spin and then slides back under clive legs the mm. less cool one is that taco just scrambles underneath them just like, <laughs> and i'm gonna go with the cool one tonight sure, See, let's go i was cool imagining
1: one. he gets down on his knees and slides backwards like in a magical reverse but <laughs> like i know it's not physically possible in harness just... yeah, like pulls yeah. him back. you have been warned exactly but i was like that's not you can't do that
0: I think at this point, seeing as you have attacked them, you've attacked them. I think that your words, sadly, will fall on deaf, quite insane ears, Tarkle, um, as you did attack them. Um, And yeah, if you disengage back behind Clive, uh, they can't reach you and they are going to react once more. Uh, This time, not being a readied action, they get a lot more attacks and they are actually going to. Hmm, Clive is currently blocking the door. They can't even really uh do that. I guess they're just going to hack at Clive. They're literally just going to go to town on Clive. They get two attacks each. Uh and yeah, that's it. So, first one, uh that is going to be a 23 and an 8. So, the 23 I'm going to assume will hit. Uh-huh. Uh this is going to be some big o damagios once again. Uh that is oof, 13 slashing damage. And six. Eight. Uh, That is 14 radiant damage. So this one comes, Ow. cleaves into you. The first one you block, the second one again, a big brutal strike. These blazing swords of holy flame scorching you as they do. The second one is going to make another att- uh, two attacks as well. That's an eight and a 18. So the 18 will hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going to be bam. Uh, Six slashing damage. And then... 14 radiant damage this like sparks and holy flame is erupting out from them uh they're just the woman one is just going back
4: back back to the darkness with you
0: okay that that's that's a lot of damage clive of the (laughs) wild it is your turn uh these come at you with a fury they are attacking with absolute no mercy abandon what would you like to do so, anyway, I start raging.
1: <laughs> so, anyway, I start blasting. <laughs> I didn't rage. Ah.
0: Sure. Uh, well, give me that wild, uh, give me that rage wild surge.
1: We all have good taste in television.
0: So, um, flowers and vines
2: grow around me until the rage ends. The ground within 15 feet of me is difficult terrain for
0: my enemies. Okay. Yeah, it's so that, like of... all these dead trees and gray vines begin growing. the The wood itself begins sprouting them. Um, within fifteen feet, you actually catch one of these, like not sleeping but depressed angels. The vines just kind of grow all over them. They don't care. They just let it happen and just don't move. That's uh, yeah, they just just don't move. Um, but the other two are definitely caught in this difficult terrain. Makes it harder for them to move. Uh, Clive, feel free to go ahead with the rest of your turn.
2: All right, I'm gonna. start swinging whatever is closest
0: to me okay that would be uh, they're both there you've got two targets one that Tarkle has injured the other one has not been touched yet
2: I'm gonna go with injured okay Uh, so let's see okay so first one for rage, do I get advantage on the attack rolls,
0: or uh, you the- if you choose at the before you make any attacks, you can use reckless attacks, which means you have advantage on all attacks that round. But any enemies in their turn get advantage against you. Um, you get advantage on strength saving throws and ability checks, so like breaking free of stuff or strength saving throws, you would get advantage, but not attacks unless you use reckless attack.
2: All right, I'm. Um- I'm gonna let my party know that I'm probably gonna go down soon, but we're gonna attack recklessly.
0: Okay, you have advantage, and that if you get opportunity attacks, that you still have advantage on those as well.
2: Mm-hmm. So that is a nineteen on
0: the first that attack, just barely hits. Uh, their AC is eighteen, so the Morningstar does manage to hit into them, but it like dents the armor, these thick shields that they're carrying. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, well that's fun. So that. That
0: damage is uh, five. That's a one for damage. Uh, plus, you get three from Raging, right? So is that including that plus oh, yeah. three? Uh, so eight. Eight. Eight points of damage. So the heavy Morningstar slams into one. It flinches. The, the angel kind of flinches, but yeah, not as heavy a blow as you would have liked. All
2: right. And second attack. That one's an 18 to hit. Let's see if it
0: that's a does crit. just barely hit. It is! You got the nope. crit on the advances? No lie. No lie. I wish nice. I could switch
2: the camera. Okay.
0: So, so um, beam, beam you damage. are a barbarian, which means yep. you get an extra dice. And then using my crit rules. So, what's your normal damage roll when you normally make a damage roll?
2: Uh, that would be 1d8 plus 4.
0: So, it would be 8 plus 4 is 12. Mm-hmm. Plus 3 for raging, so 15. Now roll two extra d8 for your rage bonus dice.
2: Okay, so that is an 8 and a 4. So a 12
0: uh so 27 points of damage on that critical strike uh so this time the mace comes down crushing into its shoulder you kind of feel it kind of wrench downwards um and heavy blow heavy heavy blow to this injured one now um you can see beginning to limp and kind of favor its injured side uh very clearly hurt by these flurry these furious blows from clive
2: with the difficult terrain that's only for movement does it does it affect just movement okay cool
0: Slows their movement by half while they're in difficult terrain.
2: Okay. So do okay. I do I leave and die to opportunity attacks or do I stay and... You know what? Their turn already went. So I'm going to stay put.
0: Okay. All right. I uh, hope that Azara and Agnes might be... And Tarkle uh, might be able to kind of take them out before they get to strike you. Uh, Azara, in fact. And then Agnes, you're next. So have a think about what you want to do. Anna?
1: Um, I'm going to also slide i'm probably gonna slide around clive because i feel like going through his thighs is probably inappropriate
0: well Um, (laughs) it's yeah i'd say that maybe for Azari, you can just about sneak like to the side of him through the doorway but yeah yeah, he's kind of blocking most of it
1: i'm gonna sneak through to the side and get in front of him um first Mm -hmm. i'm gonna quicken my spell because i know i have to say that first Mm -hmm. um and i'm going to uh word of radiance at the one that's in the front but at the same time i'm like going to say as you can see i come from divine energy as well we are not demons and try and like persuade them and show them that i am i am radiant
0: i'm gonna say because you guys are attacking them the persuasion the the persuasion thing i think that at this point you can tell that these guys are just the amount of attacks that that they've taken and stuff even that doesn't seem to sway them unfortunately on this one uh but you can definitely roll the damage Uh, Or is this a saving throw on my behalf?
1: It is a saving throw. Okay. Con 13. Uh, What's
0: the DC and what type? Dexterity?
1: Con 13.
0: Con 13. Okay. Uh,
1: But They're going to take half damage.
0: (laughs) They are going to take half damage as they are also radiant energy beings. So one got a 16. The other one got an 11.
1: Okay. So one of them failed, which uh, four, five, six, seven. So that's seven damage halved. Is that just three? Seven damage is three. Okay, I'll
0: do that to the already injured one. So the one who's like uh, uninjured uh, mm-hmm. kind of manages to raise their shield and kind of push themselves away as the radiant energy washes out. The other one uh, just takes it in the chest but it definitely doesn't seem to have as much of an effect. <laughs> light. Light in a place like this. You can only be something wicked if you still have light within you here.
1: Uh, then at that point Azar will kind of sigh. Uh, and say, mm-hmm. well you force my hand and I'm going to uh, channel divinity destructive wrath and I'm going to cast <laughs> is this overkill? I'm gonna I'm gonna cast Witch Bolt at the fifth level at the uninjured one.
0: The uninjured one, okay, at the
1: uninjured one, sure, uh, which means that I can um,
0: is it gonna be a lot of damage?
1: Yeah, it's gonna it's if, gonna fucking. Wreck if
0: they them. fail their save, or if you hit, right? I can't yeah, which one you have? To um,
1: do. I can deal maximum damage, which is twelve times five. What is twelve times five?
0: Uh, wait, you're casting it at fifth level, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, because it's a D twelve, so yeah. twelve times yeah. five so 12 would times be 5? sixty damage.
1: Cool. 60. I'm gonna roll to attack then. Okay. <laughs> That's a dirty twenty.
0: Yeah, that will hit 60 cool. points of straight damage, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, no, 63, because I have plus 63, three. 63,
0: because you for have plus my three. damage, yeah. So you watch as this uninjured angel, the woman one, who's kind of been defending herself, um, she steps back just for a moment to avoid the word of radiance. And in that moment, you just watch as Azara lets this blast of coil of like serpent of energy of lightning just shoot out from her arm. It hits the angel in the chest and you just watch as the armor is like nearly shattered. Her skin is scorched. She is standing, but this is a clearly terrible blow, leaving her reeling, barely still on her feet, smoking and smoldering from the blast of this spell. Um, And she just, she blinks. She doesn't scream. She doesn't cry out. She just kind of blinks and then starts laughing. (laughs)
1: <laughs> this is so sad. I <laughs> know.
0: Anything else, Azara?
1: I'm a backup. Uh, Actually, no. You, you know can't. what? You're I next can't. to them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't, and I'd rather get hit than Clive right now. So okay, I will. Agnes. I will stay where I am. So in terms of space, Tarkal is behind Clive.
3: Azara is in front of Clive, and so basically we like basically a line, have, right?
0: We've got like a little doorway clive is in the like on the other like inside the room blocking the doorway Tarkal is behind clive azara has like scooched in and gone to the side of clive and then the two angels are right in front of clive and then Agnes is behind Tarkle outside so it's getting cramped uh i'd say that there's probably not an easy way to get into melee now at this point um because azara is in the only space that was free the only other way you could get into melee is by risking opportunity attacks because you'd have to like move around them. Always. I'm
3: just gonna like go up over Clive sh- Clive's shoulder like this and go and cast Entangle underneath the angels.
0: You can do that absolutely. You can do that. Um, sure. What do I need to do for this?
3: So, um, grasping weeds and vines sprout from the ground in a twenty foot square. Clive's already created
0: those. That's perfect.
3: But so my I imagine that um this is like I I look at the. Plants He's already made and I like Mm. imbue them with new energy and they build new vines and stuff like flowers come off of them. Yeah, Um, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Love it.
3: And they would need to it like wraps around their arms and things and tries to hold them down and they would need Mm -hmm. to succeed on a strength saving throw.
0: Yep. What's the DC?
3: The DC is 16
0: okay so the uh the one that just got blasted by lightning um doesn't succeed the the blow is too heavy to her injuries and yeah quickly vines grab her and hold her in place the other one does manage to kind of bring his sword around and cut some of the vines and makes the saving throw basically Uh, and
3: as i do that i say just stop and listen
0: sadly at this point it is too late uh you can see that their their eyes have just these kind of like glowing embers. Uh, one of them is near death as it is, but yeah, the other one just doesn't. It doesn't even seem to hear you, Agnes. Tarkle. Um, I think I would kind of, if I can, like get into Clive's space because I'm I'm right behind him, right? Mm-hmm. So just seeing that he's bloodied, I want to like get in front of him and be like, I'll I'll take the hits from here, and. uh, and Azara's so oh. to do that the only way that you could do that is if uh you would have to like shove clive backwards because he's currently like there's no space between him and the enemy so you'd have to move into Clive's space and then basically use a shove action on clive to push him back five feet which is which is like an action to do basically Okay, okay. Um but or you could bonus action disengage and then run through um Azara and Clive and get behind the angels. Yeah, but that's that's not a guarantee that they'll hit me instead. No, it's not. So would you consider that mm. uh shoving Clive is a pretty cunning thing to do? I will say that it is a pretty cunning thing to do, and I will allow you to do it as a bonus action. Pow, 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 pow! Okay, <laughs> Clive can choose can choose to normally, willingly fail the saving throw, but he is raging, so I think that probably Clive wouldn't try, but that's up to Nate. Um,
2: I, I'm, I'm heard enough. I'm like, <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. all
0: right, you no, know, so uh, as... one can snick you almost like grab him by the neck and pull him back and he's not expecting it and Clive kind of goes pulling back uh pulling back um force movement doesn't provoke opportunity attack so you step into his place and Ugh. now you're in front of the two enemies and uh yeah Clive is behind you now um but you still have your action cuz that was a pretty cunning thing to do <laughs> you and you um, i think then for my action i'm just going to go ahead and uh i see Azar in front of me right mm-hmm. yeah Azar is right. next to you basically She's oh, next like on oh, we're your in the same right side okay. yeah cool then i'm just gonna the one that she literally lit up i'm just gonna toss my kiss of silver towards that and try to finish <laughs> sure that angel off yeah it'd be a melee attack against her because she's within five feet of you so the okay one i think it's the same bonus gotcha Kiss of silver is always the same bonus uh that is a 17 plus 8 25 that will hit and Azara's within range, so i get the sneak attack bonus or- uh yes she's within five feet yep well, that should pop We're up all very 20.
1: tightly packed into the store so,
0: Sardines. As the Kiss of Silver leaves your hand, uh, the, the creature is so stunned by the blow and then is wrapped up by Agnes' vines, can't move. The Kiss of Silver just sinks into her chest. As it does so, you just watch as her whole body erupts into flame and light and just <laughs> vanishes. Uh, there is like a faint ripping and tearing sound it, like in the space that she was in and then she vanishes. Um, leaving nothing behind, and then kiss of silver whoosh, whoosh, back into your hand, nice. what was that? It's a great um, question. How did they uh, say to Turkle? else Turkle? i That wasn't me, and uh that would be it, okay. You have, you have killed her. She is gone forever. Oh, my sister avenged. And then he's going to bring two strikes on probably you, Tarkle, I think. Even though Azara did the most damage, you're the one that just uh, finished off his companion. So mm-hmm. this is two long sword attacks against you. Uh, Oh, not very great. An eight, but then a 22. A 22 hit. 22 Wait, hits. so you
3: killed the one that I already restrained? Yeah. <sighs> I thought then you restrained I- them both no
0: oh i just was
3: taking her out of the fight so that she wouldn't get hurt because she was clearly mad and wasn't i didn't want her to be a danger to anyone anymore
0: so she's not a danger to anyone anymore seven slashing damage and 19 radiant damage my god okay so yeah this guy brings this sword this blazing sword down and it yeah cuts into your shoulder and leaves this searing scorching uh, mark against it um that is its go just he is just coming at you with a fury now speaking of fury clive of the wild mane
2: <laughs> uh yes i'm going to uh furiously hit him
0: okay uh again you're gonna have to pull tarkel out the way
2: now <laughs> oh
3: yeah <laughs>
0: because he's currently taking your place unless you have a ranged attack you could try and make a ranged attack over tarkel's shoulder
3: agnes is standing there being like this is their house we broke into their house
0: and killed them. Yep. Oh yeah. Agnes is definitely right, but <laughs> right now this is where we are. So I'm going to especially a raging barbarian. I don't think he I think he's like, no, me kill.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna because I don't want to shove Tarkle, and also I'm big hurt.
0: Big hurt uh... time.
2: I'm going to bonus action. I'm going to daunting roar.
0: Okay. So that is wisdom 16. This would frighten them, right? Yes. They cannot be frightened. So you let out this roar, uh, but it has no effect on the angel. Like the angel just, his wild eyes don't even seem to register it. He just ah, 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 swinging the sword around. It's just, yeah, seems to be immune to being frightened.
2: Well then, I'm going to... Well then. So, Tarkles in front of me. Uh, let's see. I'm going to bolstering magic. Ooh. I'm gonna touch tarkle and now okay. for ten minutes, uh, they get an extra d three whenever making an attack roll or an ability check.
0: Okay, just to, not to spells, just to anything.
2: Yeah, just as ability oh, cool ch- ability All check right. or uh, attack. Uh, roll. Cool. Yeah right
0: so wow. d3 best way to do a d3 is d6 and then you half it basically and then gotcha. round down so if it's like one or two it's a one three or four it's a two five six it's a six effort. you saw the trouble in my eyes i was like what's the my tray i'm a you know i've been getting back into warhammer i know what a d3 is these days so, uh uh nice okay uh next up we have azara
1: yeah um please Azar- kill
0: these angels in their house.
1: Yeah, I know. Azara just also kind of looks at a loss because she's with Agnes here on the like, we tried, (laughs) but eh, they're trying to kill us. So I'm, oh, I feel bad. I'm going to inflict wounds at the the fourth level. Okay. On this angel Mm -hmm. in front of me. Mm -hmm. Um, And Azara genuinely feels really bad and is gonna just kind of whisper I'm sorry while like putting her hands around his face.
0: Crackling with necrotic energy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. It's, this is an attack roll, which seems unfair. Yeah,
0: it's a spell attack.
1: Yeah. That's a 19.
0: 19 hits.
1: Yeah. Okay. So that's 6d10. Hold on.
0: Mm. Uh, mm, 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 mm.
1: What does the d10 look like? That sorcerer's one, man. Two. Actually,
0: three, even. Yeah. Costing this at high level. Four. Clerics, too.
1: Uh. Sorry, I need more d10. Technically, Five,
0: he could still live six. if you roll super bad, so yeah. I'm not going to auto-kill him, but okay, I'm on. pretty sure he's Let's dead. See.
1: And that's
0: a 10. All right, okay, 11, don't worry about the rest.
1: Oh. <laughs> can I just see for shits and giggles? You can
0: see for your set, absolutely, 10, but like 11, I didn't want you to worry about adding it all up. 21
1: plus 14. Uh,
0: 35. 30,
1: 35 plus 6. 41. 41 points of necrotic damage yeah that
0: guy's dead I so just to make sure. Azara you reach out and as he's focused on Tarkal you just kind of grab his arms um, with your hands crackling with black energy black magic um, and you watch as the necrotic energy infuses into his body he lets out this time he does let out a final like yeah! as you watch as again the whole body is consumed with light and fire you hear a tearing sound and then gone Leaving no remains or anything, just completely vanished.
1: Um, after causing such damage, uh, Azara will kind of put a hand to her her goddess's uh, emblem on her belt and just uh, kind of say a prayer for them to herself because mm. she mm. just feels really bad.
0: Mm. It's definitely uh, the emblem is cool to the touch.
1: What? Has that happened before in this plane? No. Mm -mm. Does that feel bad to me?
0: (laughs) Maybe. You tell me. I don't know. So, uh, the other three angelic beings in this barracks still do not stir. They do not move. One of them, you can see one of them has maybe got tears in their eyes, but they don't say anything or do anything. They just kind of watch and then just go back to their... Sad, depressed-looking state.
1: I want to go up to the one with the tears in their eyes. Um, And I want to just kind of kneel down and say, I'm incredibly sorry for what we had to do. We genuinely just want to help. But we also don't want to die here.
0: Doesn't matter. Everything dies here.
1: C- can we bring you back to... The mortal realm? Will that save you?
0: No. The mortal realm won't help us now. The only place we can go that would save us. He won't let us. Lariel won't let us leave. And then she just kind of turns her head away. Just goes quiet.
1: Uh, Azar will gently and see if they do anything, like tilt her head back doesn't
0: resist it just looks at you with sort of like dead eyes
1: she'll try and keep eye contact and say Mm -hmm. could you tell us more about this person who is this Mm
0: -hmm. seek out the holophant they still have an emblance of hope here she just sort of very very gently points to the door um and then just shakes her head almost and you get the sense that this is very painful then not like in a like in a physical sense but this is emotionally very painful for them to talk and they just look i mean looking at this person azara you're close up you're looking into their eyes these golden orbs but they look like they've lost any ounce of hope they just look like they have resigned themselves to die here Um,
1: um azara will say i know you may not believe us but we will we will help you I'm sorry for whatever happened here.
0: Doesn't say anything.
1: Doesn't say anything. Could you repeat those two names, please?
0: Yeah. Uh, she said, Alariel uh, won't let us leave. Elaviel. Bar- uh,
1: yeah,
0: Elaviel won't Ilariel. let us leave. And seek out the hollyphant.
1: I thought you said elephant. <laughs> hollyphant. Did she... Point out? Did she point just out the door towards? It was the like power? a gen. It
0: was a general it like was just out like, the door. Out
1: the door. Cool. That's yeah, helpful. Not here,
0: basically. Yeah.
1: Wonderful. Um, okay, uh, Zara will kind of just stand up and turn towards the group with like. Any of those strike a chord? No.
2: No. Would. Would I know about it? holophant um is that hmm. like kind of a fey maybe thing
0: they're not fey but they are planar um i don't but then i don't know if this is really clive's like speciality how about just um roll an arcana check for me clive you know i'll make the dc lower for clive because there's a chance you've heard of these creatures but we'll see what you know three three some sort of celestial creature you know, some sort of angelic being in in the other planes, not in the Feywild. Nope. <laughs> I was like a ten. Maybe you'd know something. A three. No. Dumb, dumb lion boy. <laughs> he's good at getting hit and hitting. <laughs> That's what he's good at.
1: Uh, Azar yeah. will just turn to the rest of the group and
3: mm-hmm. shrug. is there some way we could just banish them back to their realm
1: oh I could if I laid down for the night
3: (laughs) we could use the rest anyway I got something
2: I'm going to Bolstering Magic, Uh, which also lets you regain one expended spell slot, the level of which equals the number rolled on a D3.
0: Okay. So roll a D6 for me, Nate. And who are you giving this to? Azara? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: I need a fifth
0: level. I know, but he's already doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Also, See what you get? That would be...
2: That's a five, so... So three. So you get a
0: third-level spell slot back, Azara. You feel Clive, this magical kind of prismatic aura around Clive. Would you, like, place a paw on her shoulder or something, Clive? Or I imagine kind of it's
2: like... a big lion paw that just basically grasps yeah. half her head.
0: Yeah. And you just <laughs> feel this, like, energy surge through you. And, yeah, you feel some of your magical reserves kind of come back online. So and you get a third-level like, spell. It's a shame that up. Banishment isn't a third-level spell.
1: So I just kind of looks up and like pats his paw and is like, thank you, Clive. <laughs>
0: um.
1: I know that we heard rustling from the other side of the town. I wonder if we should investigate there or if this mission is out of our reach. I. What do you all think?
2: Well, is the magic I gave you going to do what you need to banish them where they need to go?
1: Unfortunately, no. I, well,
2: then follow-up question. Is yeah. that magic I gave you enough to maybe deal out some healing?
1: That it can. <laughs> and I'm going to <laughs> cast Cure Wounds at the third level on Clyde. That <laughs> Thank sounds lovely. Uh, <laughs>
3: little for you, little for me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what a, what a great system. What a great system. Uh, that is 3d8 plus one. Let's do that for you.
0: Nate, is that a spell for you? E... It's like a a, a wild magic action. barbarian thing. Yeah, yeah. I think you've it. got a certain number of uses of it. I think okay I four. Yeah, that's great though because you have like potential. I have backup healing. spells for everybody. yeah yeah yeah. It's really good. It's it's like one of the best features in that class. So cool.
1: You got fourteen points back. Nice, that nice. That feels nice.
0: All right. Uh, so what's the plan? Do you guys want to go search the rest of this place? Like, are you going to try and sleep in this barracks? Like, what's the plan? I think Tarko wants to just step outside and look for ravens. Okay, sure. You step outside Tarko while the others are like while um, Clive's doing this thing with Azara. Um, You look around. The town is fairly empty. You do uh, you can see that there's like some other buildings. you know, on the other side of this tower, um, maybe looks like there was a sort of small gathering square or something like that, or like a mustering square where, you know, military forces might get ready, uh, and prepared. Um, looks like maybe there's some like, you know, crates or cages or something over there as well. Looking around in the dead trees outside the palisade walls. Yeah. There's, there's ravens, you know, spot a couple, two, three, four looking around, um, all spread out, um, you know, you don't know if you're actively being watched or if these are just, like, spies that are just everywhere, but there's definitely ravens in the trees, 100%. If he
3: comes back in... Are you coming back in?
0: Yeah, I would come back in. Um, mm-hmm.
3: and- Agnes is still just, like, huffing and puffing, and she's like, "I, I restrained her so that she was not a threat anymore so that we wouldn't have to kill her, and then you just kill her. Like, can we... Can we just she's just huffing and puffing sister like yeah. we're yeah, we're having a sibling fight about this right now.
2: Clive <laughs> walks up to her and puts a hand on her shoulder. And I will also <laughs> bolstering magic and restore a okay. spell slot just because I don't know. This feels like it's helping.
3: Uh, <laughs> sure. Iris will be like thank you, Clive.
2: <laughs> that's a that's a three in half.
0: So that's two. So okay. two second level spell slot.
3: One second le- second level spell slot.
0: Yep, you get one second I want. level spell I roll, level I w- slot. I want to role play slot. it like I did it. Like I I, did, I killed the girl knowing like I, th- I uh, Jonathan thought that they were both restrained. Yeah, obviously Tarkle didn't. So I would I should role play it uh, like oh, that, Tarkle just... could Tarkle could just in the moment be like Yeah, could oh, I missed thought it. they were both restrained yeah. by the spell. I didn't think like Yeah, absolutely Tarkle yeah, could have that but if I you want him to, or he could have done it
3: intentionally. No, I I think.
0: No, you know what? I think I think
1: a little bit of murder.
0: I think it was just a little bit of murder. I think it was just... It was, um... a, it was an advantage, right? She was restrained. Like, it was an easier target to hit. Maybe yeah. the old hunter instincts kicked in where you're like, hey, that was the easier target to, to deal yeah. with. you know? I she had no idea threat. if they would be able to take action while restrained. They were angels, and, and Clive was bleeding out. I, I don't think there was any convincing them of anything.
3: Oh, so my magic's worthless. It might not work. Oh, so you just have to take matters into your own hands, Mr. I know magic now.
0: Your magic did work. It restrained her and made her very easy to kill.
3: Well, next time I'll give you a signal. When I, when I want to restrain someone and not kill them, I'll cast the spell and say, no kill these, okay?
0: That'll work.
3: Great, sister. awesome. And, Agnes and... is clearly very tired and very cranky.
0: Yeah, she's she's gone full full uh full privileged child mode. Right? Yes, just like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, stop stop time. Cool. All right, Tarkle, did you want to say anything to the team, or is uh, is there a plan? Yeah, um, I just want to ask. So, we came here as seeking this light. Do we see the just so you have a better visual? Do we see the light anywhere? In this area, I mean, there's that giant halo of fire, but the light is dimmed. Um, when those when those angels disappeared, there was a flash of light, but they didn't leave anything behind. Um, maybe they weren't strong enough, or they weren't the right type of angel, or maybe this place has interfered with it somehow. Um, but you've not seen this, you know, what Cecilia described, this like, almost like a gemstone of light is how she described it. And, and it should would, be left when, you know, one of these creatures should either be able to make it or leave it behind when they yeah. do their angel thing. And just on so that metagaming, did Tarkle also hear everything the crazy guy was saying when he was behind the door? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I would say You, you kind of came up with Clive and you were stood there with Clive, so yeah. Okay, so then he would just pose the question to the party, well, we came here as per the direction of the Raven Queen. Should we seek her out and ask her for clarification of what she wanted us to do here? Or it sounded like that angel had said that there's someone locked up in the tower um, that won't, that won't, that brought them here. Should we, should we explore the tower? Or should we go explore the noises uh, across the town?
3: While well, we're here,
1: let's explore the tower. I what did I see on the abjuration magic?
0: Uh, the yes, there was like a shadowy door, like a kind of barrier made of shadows. And I
1: would know that that's bad. That's bad juju.
0: Uh, it looked very similar to the stuff that was um, blocking the gateway of Castle Bray Winter. So gotcha. probably if you touch it, it yeah. you know, it's going to have some sort of bad effect on you and stuff.
1: As um, so I would say, before we explore the tower, the opening and entrance to the tower is coded in some sort of. Dark magic that did remind me of the hands and creatures that came out of the door and hurt us whilst entering the castle. So, looking around, we're all a little battered and bruised. We might either want to rest or find another course of action. Would you like me to try to dispel it? We could give it a shot. Sure good. Agnes will walk up
3: to the door and go dispel magic.
0: Well, you have to leave the barracks and make your way to the tower before you can get there, because it's like in the center of this camp. Um, And en route, as you draw closer to the tower entrance, uh, you hear that higher-pitched voice calling out again. And this time it's much louder. Um, You see it, it appears to be coming from a, yeah, like a wooden crate, uh, the crate has been wrapped up in steel chains like big heavy chains and locks have been placed over it um, but you can see that there are kind of gaps there's like these little slats um, it's more like a cage almost really than a crate um, and chains have been wrapped around it and it's being left in the middle of this like mustering square that's right in front of the tower and as you start making your way towards the tower the voice is like hey
4: hey no you you shouldn't go in there it's, it's dangerous the, 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 the door just listen to me can you help
1: zara's gonna immediately go over to this box
0: <laughs> uh yeah uh like if agnes is like you know as agnes is making her way, Zara, you make your way over to the box and you can see there is some sort of creature inside um it doesn't look human it looks more bestial um you see kind of golden fur uh a tiny little pair of wings and these little beady eyes like kind of looking out and then from you know, pressed up against the the crate, a little trunk kind of oh, comes God. out.
1: The Holy Phant. The Holy Phant. Oh my God, please.
4: mortals, you, you please help me get out of here! Something's terribly wrong in this place. You're you're in danger. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, uh, uh, Zara is going. I don't want to hurt the thing. Um... I... Panicking. Uh, okay, I'm going to I'm going to cast Dragon's Breath on myself at the second level, and okay. Zara, Zara will say, "Is there like a lock on it or a chain?"
0: Yeah, there's like chains wrapped around the crate, like heavily wrapped around it, and then there's a few locks kind of placed okay. uh, around it.
1: Super gently, like very, very, like, like.
0: You want to try and do a really controlled stream of con- it, a, bit, a controlled
1: tiny, like tiny mm. little breath of ice on mm. the locks to freeze it so they're easy to break open let's let's
0: see how good azara's control is roll an arcana check for me
1: hell yeah i can do that what's 15 plus 7
0: that's more than enough that is cool. very ad- adequate <laughs> control where you can aim it you control your breath and you fire out this stream of did you say cold Yes, ice. ice okay, magic. so ice, you begin freezing the chains. It's still probably going to need a solid blow to actually break them, but mm-hmm. you can freeze them to make that much, much easier to do so.
1: Well, I do have a dagger.
0: You can certainly try. It would be a strength athletics check.
1: <laughs> Azar will turn around. And Clive, and look, no, she will look between Clive and Tarkoel. And look between Clive and Tarkoel. And then look between Clive and Tarkoel and, and, and go, Tarkoel, uh, would you mind? Um, I fear I don't have the tools to open this.
0: While she's calling over Tarkoel, Agnes, did you still want to try Dispel Magic? Or do you want to kind of follow Azara as you hear this voice kind of calling out?
3: I feel like Azara has that under control, Okay. Um I'm not going to go in the tower but I just wanna no, I want to see if I can dispel
0: this dispel, shadowy yeah. barrier. Sure. Um roll a d20 and add your wisdom modifier for me please.
3: And I should do the dispel magic spell.
0: Yes, cast the dispel magic spell and then roll a d20 and add your wisdom modifier because this is you're going to have to beat a a high DC basically because the dispel magic has to overcome a more powerful spell.
3: I rolled a 1.
0: You summon the magic. You feel it trying to break apart the shadows, to no effect. This magic is quite sturdy.
3: What is going on with our rolls? Yeah. Can I can I look around, and hope no one saw that and try again?
0: You certainly can. I believe that Clive is the only one who potentially could, as Tarkle's being I'm called. I'm getting over. a different die, so I'll I'll leave it to ta- to Clive whether he wants to notice.
3: <laughs> Special shiny
1: die. Okay. I, was,
0: okay. I was thinking
2: about something else.
0: <laughs> yeah, Clive's just like picking his ears or something, or like you know, sharpening <laughs> his claws.
1: Using the Shh. morning star to pick his teeth.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> I just kind of just shakes that off a little bit. Sure. And now that'll be a sixteen.
0: Still not enough. This time you put all this surge of power into it, but whatever spell is holding this barrier is is potent, um, conjured by some very advanced magic.
3: Okay, hold on. What is that a wisdom check?
0: Uh it is it's it's a spell casting ability check. Yeah, it's kind of like it uses wisdom to see if you can overcome the the magical power of the caster. Well, are you thinking Al's wisdom? You want to try yeah. again with Al's wisdom?
3: Yeah. Maybe you can try it. All right, so um there times a charm. Agnes again like no one saw that. Just then she'll shake it off. Yeah, she'll cast that that owl again made Mm a flame and it'll kind of perch on her shoulder. Blue flame. Blue owl. And then she'll be like... (sighs) Cast it again. Sure. With advantage. I rolled another one. I am not joking. On a different die, another one. Okay. Come on. Okay. 19 plus 4 is 23.
0: Okay. This time, the third time... Uh, you surge this magic forward and focusing, you begin kind of envisioning these flames, burning at the barrier, almost like gripping it like claws and trying to tear it apart. And you begin to see this blue flame being conjured over the surface of the door, raking these great holes in it. And in these holes, you can see that there is um. A very beautiful room beyond this 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 circular tower leads into a beautiful room of of uh kind of beautiful blue stone and there is there's somebody inside there in fact, there's a couple of things inside there there appears to be uh one figure who has just stood with his back to you but a great pair of white wings seems very well dressed in a ornate robe and armor beside him is a beast a very large horse with a pair of wings and a great horn coming from its forehead Uh, a very rare alicorn um there is also something wrong three warped looking shadows almost seem to hang around the angel in the middle of the chamber and he notices that this doorway is coming undone
3: so there's no actual physical door it was all just magic
0: it was just this magical barrier over like an open space almost
3: whoopsies well Mm. i i did it
0: uh meanwhile let's uh so whilst the three times just casting that three times like that takes a bit of time right so Tarkle, do you go what do you want to do do you go over and help azara bust out this little creature yeah, I think Tarko would be surprised because, like, Clive is the buff lion, but I look at Clive and he's still, like, bleeding out and then picking his teeth with his Morningstar, but, like, I imagine he's, like, still injured, so I'm like, oh, makes sense. Uh, so I'm like, uh, yeah, of course, and I'll grab my dagger, and I'll use the butt of my dagger to try to hit the, like, hit the, where the lock is. Break a lock. Just make a um, melee attack for me, just like a normal dagger attack. Okay. Uh, that's a crit. <laughs> I waste my crits on a lock! Come oh on. my god! With that, smash! The, the frozen metal that Azara's kind of iced, like, you know, frozen just breaks apart, brittle as anything now. The, the ice kind of making it so easy to break away. The chains just split apart and it's very easy for you to then go round and start unraveling them and pulling them off uh, off of this crate. You know, the two of you having worked together to open this thing. As the crate becomes slack, uh, the little lid of it begins to kind of like gently kind of raise up and you see this you know, kind of beach ball sized little elephant with golden <gasps> fur and tiny wings trying to lift it up. And it's like, uh,
1: it's so heavy. Oh, Azara will immediately help him.
0: Yeah, He'll like Azara's to trying it. to like lift it off as well. And it kind of knocks over and he comes tumbling out, knocks into you, Azara, like kind of oh. like a big ball, kind of like, oh, kind of like knocks you back. He's heavy. Uh Or she's heavy, actually. Um, She kind of like knocks you back a little bit and you stumble back. But yeah, Tarko, you see this little kind of Golden angel elephant, uh, like little mini pygmy elephant, kind of stumble out. Um, Well, this is the best thing we've seen here.
4: You need to be careful. You need to be careful. The 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 celestials, the the force, they they've all gone a little little mad. Um, they. Oh, I hope that none of them have attacked you so far. I think most of them are just really sad.
0: And you can see the little hollyphant is like looking around, and then the hollyphant sees what Agnes is trying to do, and it's like oh no oh no your
4: friend shouldn't do that no 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 that's that's bad
0: um and you see then the flames as agnes is like and rips this barrier apart um
4: oh no oh no 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 i love you that's him oh, um, no!
0: really 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 quick yeah
2: can I roll arcana now to see if I figured out
0: this is the hollyphant? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Roll an arcana check. Fourteen. Fourteen. That's a hollyphant. <laughs> <laughs> They're like angel elephants. You've heard of those.
2: <laughs> she rips the door open. He's screaming. I'm just like, yes. I think that's the hollyphant.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Azara will just kind of like quickly pet it um and say okay this is all happening very fast i don't want you to get hurt um we we need to leave uh, oh i oh, oh, oh this is
4: bad this is ba- very bad
1: oh uh,
0: what do you guys do uh, uh, agnes you see this figure turning around very slowly they turn around and you're almost stunned because this man is he's so beautiful Just this pale kind of golden skin, these glowing eyes, this long dark hair, this kind of unfurled wings and these, you know, beautiful blue and silver robes. And he turns and looks at you and his head kind of tilts and then his brow furrows and you see these three writhing shadows kind of pull in and almost like they're whispering in his ears and his expression begins to darken. And darken, what do you guys do? well
1: wow, this I... is oh, go I'm ahead.
0: also going to on roll 20 show you guys what Agnes sees.
1: Um, oh, creepy.
0: Oh, where are my other ones? Of these, there we go. Oh, stop adding
3: them.
0: Yeah, no, no, stop adding them. No, no, I them. <laughs> no. I thought you said three. <clears throat> So you see, yeah, there's three of these shadow things, uh, like these, you know, twisted umbral forms behind the man. Um, You see this beautiful, almost like a shrine, uh, this round circular tower. In the middle, there is this ornate... uh, device it holds various gemstones you can see it's constructed from kind of silver you know metals in the very middle there are also two uh round platforms that seem to hover just ever so slightly off the ground on either side of the chamber and then this beautiful blue marble that sparkles like the night sky forms a ring around the bottom of the the tower floor uh wow i, I think that the man will point towards agnes and uh in he will just say a single word he will just say come and i need you to make a wisdom saving
1: throw
3: no uh wisdom saving throw (laughs) my rolls are dirt today 13
0: 13 so you instantly find yourself uh, agnes you have to follow that command and you begin walking towards him unless you're going to tell me, this is a charm effect so you have advantage well remembered yeah well remembered i always forget about this uh haha
3: 23. Nice. okay
0: this time Ooh. you your elven blood you kind of manage to see and hear through this this charm this command and you kind of shake your head realizing that that's probably not a good idea right now i'll go um, no he just kind of <laughs> frowns uh, and you just see him pulling out this long spear well actually no he would hold his hand up and a spear just emerges like summons into his hand um, uh, really quick when when I hear Agnes yell no I don't know yep. in what context that is so Tarko would take off towards her yeah just towards Agnes yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the hollyphant in Azara's hands is just like we,
4: we have to go and help your friend uh, I need to get you away from here just for now you're not strong enough
1: uh Azara was will say I was thinking the same thing. Can it, it can we escape? Yes, get me to your friend Th- get all of your friends with me. Uh Azara will Misty Step while holding this little boy sure. uh <laughs> or girl uh, no. and uh seeing that tarco's running.
0: normally you can't carry a creature with a misty step but rule of cool will definitely say you can on this one it has wings Um, that
1: counts yeah he flies (laughs) uh she
0: flies alongside you um clive was already with agnes so the the group of you kind of emerged together and Uh you can see this figure like these things are whispering in like these shadows are like coiling around him. They almost look like demonic forms. Like you can see they're almost twisted angels themselves and you don't hear them, but they just, the the image of them is like they're whispering and he just, you begin to see his hand beginning to glow with holy magic. But as soon as all of you are together, the little hollyphant just goes "Ah!" (laughs) like a noise (laughs) comes out their trunk and you all feel yourselves yanked away as if some magical force grabs you and you emerge you don't know where you're in these rolling gray hills there looks to be like a graveyard like this epic huge graveyard that just stretches out for miles and you emerge on a hill overlooking this graveyard I hope that this is this should
4: this should be far enough. I think that this is far enough. I don't know where we are. I'm, I'm glad we didn't end up in a river or uh, in, in in a tree or in the ground or something. But this, I think we'll be okay. I think
2: we'll be okay now. Ah, it appears we're dead. I don't Look think around we're, the graveyard. I, I don't
1: yeah. think we're dead. I think we're just. No, uh, no,
4: you're still in the Shadowfell. Um, oh. There's lots of these things around here. They're they're horrible, really. It's just such a gloomy place. It's just graveyards and skulls and bones, and oh, it's horrible. So you
2: brought of... us here, a little, your little I, yes,
4: thing. yes. I had to get you away from Alaviel. You, you're injured. You're, you're. I can tell that your magical energies Are, are barely there. You, you'd have no hope against him. No He's one. an archon
2: ever has slain clave of the wild man so to, to you i tip my hat, and i award you with this and i'm gonna yank out a tooth out of my mouth be like oh
1: you don't need to do that no success. oh uh, no 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 it's it's okay i don't really have any hands um azara and... will take it for him and just go i'll i'll, I'll keep it for you it's okay <laughs> And just kind yeah, of Thank you, yeah. thank you, You can Miss make Rage. a necklace
0: out of that and and wear it. Yeah, he, you wear oh. it. Oh no, no, you I wear really, it. No, that's you okay. You have no. A ward. <laughs>
4: yeah, well, I haven't slain anything. I just sort of I teleported you all away.
3: I didn't know what else to do.
2: Never thought um, this is the way I would go. Here we are in the
3: <laughs> hey, hey, Clive. He since you're dead, since you're dead, can I have your gold?
2: Hey. It would appear there's no use for it anymore.
3: Yeah, I thought oh, so. Oh Material dear.
2: objects are for the land of the living.
3: Okay. Oh, no, Mr. Um, Lion, no, you're not dead.
4: I don't have no. much
2: gold. I don't. I don't even oh have gold God. marked, but
3: he won't listen to me. I don't me. think he even has any gold. This was just no. an experiment. <laughs> does he have? Does he have any cool like, like, I, like I, clothing I, things, like trinkets or anything that Agnes would want as a druid who likes naturey stuff?
2: I would hand over uh, the Drift
0: Globe. say so hold. Oh. Yeah, there you go. That is actually a, a pretty cool item. You can add that, Anna. You have a Drift Globe now. Um, it is hey, a thanks, kind of crystalline orb.
3: I, I wish you weren't dead, but this will help me remember you. Thanks.
0: Make sure you add... That's a little common magic item.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm um, going to right now. <laughs> Zara, through laughing, will be like, as incredible as this moment is, we should probably let our new friend speak.
2: I, I'm willing to hear out the mighty beast that had brought me down.
3: Alive,
4: you're not dead. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, the, I don't know really. I don't. I, I don't know what to say. I, you, I, don't know how you mortals came upon the camp, or, or how you've managed to survive in the Shadowfell, but. Oh, it's oh, I'm glad that we managed to get away. I, I Laviel would have oh, he would have attacked you immediately. He, he sealed himself up in there, but oh, he's he's so far gone. Oh, he 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 would have thought that you were here to kill him, or or that you were sent by by Zariel or one of the one of the demon lords or one of the archdevils or somebody. He would oh,
0: but oh, it's so bad. And she just sort 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 of starts like making these like oh no oh
1: no kind <laughs> of Azar just kind of like holds her hands around the beach ball and just kind of like tries to soothe her. <laughs> oh that's that's nice. Oh that's that's lovely. Oh, I feel a
4: bit like, more
3: calm now. Um sh- hello I, I'm Kiki. Uh, Kiki, what were those demonic spirits that were possessing Alaviel? Well the, the possession is
4: a very that's a very strong word and it doesn't really apply I I don't quite fully know but i have a guess and
3: what guess would that be
4: well I, it, it sort of happened to everyone but it hit elaviel the worst this place this 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 plane the shadow fell the longer you're here the more it sort of affects your mind and and just oh it's just depressing and it makes you sad and mad and and paranoid and and afraid and well it, one by one the, the all of the the bastion here they they came here to try and uh sort of keep an eye on the shadow fell to make sure that nothing was happening here that you know try and fight some of the evil forces at bay but well, one by one it started affecting them and it affected alavial the worst and i think i think those things those shadows are sort of well i think they're they're like manifestations of of his fears and his doubts and and his his anger and that sort of thing and and they're just they're sort of just they're they're all bad really they're just sort of sort of the bad parts of him that have sort of gained power I I don't know how to explain it but he's a good man he's 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 so strong and brave but this place has done something awful to him.
1: Kiki, um one of your bastion, who was quite sad, told us to find you to help save all of them i mean i I, I don't know why
4: I, I so much i I'm not really the best holyhant i I was sort of sent here because I'm a bit of a well, I'm a bit of a failure, really. I can't become a mammoth, and I, I don't know how to banish, and I can't raise the dead, and I can't heal. The only thing I can do is the teleport spell and, and, and a little bit of healing.
2: slay Clive of the Wildmane.
4: Oh, no, I didn't slay Clive of the Main. I don't oh, want to geez, slay so anybody. Modest.
1: Uh, Zara. will kind of rock. He can be, shh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't Listen. want to hurt anyone. No, Kiki, guess, you know, you teleported us and you saved us. That's not nothing. You're not a failure. And she'll look to everybody and be like, Right. Not, right. a yes. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yes. No, not, not a, a failure yeah no not a failure no okay a blaze well, of maybe...
2: glory i went doning.
4: <laughs> well i think maybe they send you because i i can i i know how to i knew how to get rid of the uh, Holyphants can dispel that sort of barrier that was was over the tower and, and maybe they <laughs> well, thought that they could so can i so <laughs> Oh well that's you're so powerful then and, and wonderful maybe that's the only thing i can think of really or or maybe that i don't i don't know but i'm the only one that doesn't seem to have have gone sad or crazy how long have you been here and what brought you here um we've been here oh it's kind of hard to tell because it's there's no sun and but you know i think it's been like a year i think and you you came at the same time as all of them no i was sent later i was supposed to come here and reinforce the bastion and they were all kind of a bit sad already but i knew alaviel before he came here um he he and and uh and the uh, some of the other angels were in mount celestia with me when i was little um
3: so why were they sent here
4: uh, alaviel they they weren't sent alaviel came here he he wanted to prove that that he could he could protect the Mount Celestia. He thought that you know that they should set up a bastion here to ward off some of the evil of the Shadowfell. And I think, well, I kind of think that maybe he also didn't want to be in Mount Celestia anymore because you know a few centuries, or maybe it was a a, a thousand years or five hundred years. I'm not sure, but a long time ago his best friend sort of did something bad and he kind of hasn't really recovered from that since and I, I think he was maybe
1: kind of trying to prove himself hmm. you say his best friend did something bad yeah it's kind of the worst thing an angel can do really she
4: kind of fell to hell and became an archdevil called Zariel um, and it's kind of a really big deal.
1: Oh, oh, okay. Mm. Um, yeah. Hmm. Well, the darkness that is uh, consuming your friend is there a way? Maybe, for- maybe, maybe if we can get your
4: strength up, you can you can help him. You can you can uh, get get rid of the darkness, and then Alavia will be okay
3: again. Is is it fightable darkness? I don't know. Maybe.
4: <laughs> I think so. I hope so.
3: Do you know anything about it? The nature of the magic or, or anything that could help us prepare? It's from the Shadowfell. Thanks.
1: Well, <laughs> You're if, welcome. if that's anything to go on, we know that radiant energy should help us. Um... Yes, probably.
4: <laughs> but Alaviel is an angel. So maybe radiant energy won't work against him because he's an angel too. Maybe. I don't know. But we can figure it out together.
0: Kiki uh, do you, do you know anything about a mote of brilliance, a uh, brilliant radiance oh
4: yes, yes, motes of brilliance, yes, archons can make them,
0: which H- how do they make
4: them um
1: angel magic oh and looks Alaviel at you blankly is, a, is an archon, isn't he yes, so now I'm going to go out on a limb here, I'm assuming if we cure Alaviel of this darkness, he may grant us with a mote of brilliance. Well,
4: there is another thing.
1: Oh, of if course If you there can't
4: is. destroy the Shadows, uh-huh. then if you, if you can destroy a Celestial on another plane of existence, he'll go back to Mount Celestia and they can help him. And when you destroy him, he should leave behind motes of radiance.
1: So we so either cure it. him or kill him.
3: Yes. And by kill, you mean not really kill, just kind of send back where he came from. Right
4: unless the Shadowfell's done something to prevent his immortal soul from being able to be reborn in
0: Mount Celestia.
4: But I'm sure that's not the case. Well, if you're sure.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. And this would
0: happen with all celestial beings here, all the sad ones, if we happen to have had a Tuffle and had to kill some of them, they would have went sent back.
4: I certainly hope so. But like I said, there's a chance that maybe the Shadowfell severed their connection to the celestial realms, and now they're just condemned souls constantly bound to suffer in agony and death and desperation but i'm sure that's not the case
3: azara could your goddess tell us if
1: that were the case somehow i haven't been able to contact her while we've been in the shadow mm. uh, can i touch here my... um
0: agnes you hear a fluttering of uh, feathered wings Wait, and what? you see there's a little raven sat on the nearest oh. gravestone watching
1: um if I touch the, the belt again, is it still cold? No. Oh interesting.
0: Seemed to be a you you would pick up that it was a reaction from from fighting those angels.
1: Interesting. Okay. Um Kiki. Yes! If we needed to take a longer rest.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Is there, do you think that we would be safe on this mountain in this graveyard?
4: Uh, I don't really think anywhere in the Shadowfell is.
0: And she uses her trunk, like she can't really make air quotes, but the trunk kind of like waves in the air.
4: I don't think anywhere in the Shadowfell is safe. Safe. But (laughs) I can try and protect you, or maybe we can dig a hole, or maybe we could find like a tomb in the graveyard, and you can sleep in there, but there might be undead in there, or like a lich, or a vampire, or something, um, or something like that, uh, but we could try. Also, like I said, the longer you're here, the more chances are that you'll go mad and sad, too. Unless you're like me, they all said that I had a sunny disposition.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't think that we can take on, uh, a corrupted angel at the state that we're in so
4: probably not he's very powerful
1: Azar will look to everyone else in the group and go thoughts
3: what are you thinking you could do after you rest
1: we can fight the shadows we can have a go at an angel we've already killed two I uh this boat, uh, we've already freed, freed to, to from their bondage. Oh, you here. sent them back to their home planet. Sent yes. them back home. Yes, yes. yes. provided yes.
0: that's what happens, and they're not condemned souls for eternity.
1: Right, right. A soul right.
0: and soul.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, so, and and we were already running pretty low. So, with the four of us, five with Kiki, maybe. Oh, I'm, I mean, I'm not
4: sure I'm going to be much use in a fight. Like I said, I'm not a very good Hollyfin. I can kind of heal
1: you a little bit, um, and, and also I can your, bless your, you. Your sunny disposition—that gives that is, us. Yeah, that could help too. Yeah, that, maybe. That that gives us strength, Kiki, and she kind of pats her on the head. Thank you.
0: Uh, you do hear the raven cause one more time, and then a feminine voice kind of speaks out. Now you know the price. Of what it will take without my assistance. A crossroad stands before you. Face the Archon. Defeat him. Free him. Gain the mote of brilliance. For my offer does still stand, mortals.
3: Agnes looks at Azara. Shrugs.
1: Counteroffer. You sent us
0: I do like a bold one.
1: to this town for a reason. I can I only assume I gestured,
0: in gestured.
1: <laughs> I can only assume it's because you would like Archon out of your domain as well. Uh, if we can be guaranteed a restful sleep We will carry out this task and leave your plane.
0: You are clever, wizard. I can protect you from the beasts and the ghouls that roam these lands. The influence of the Shadowfell on your minds is not something that I can protect you from. It is the nature of the plane itself. We can only hope that your wills are strong enough to resist it. But if sanctuary is what you request, for as you say, this archon and his bastion leaving my domain would be beneficial. You gain something, I gain something. and Not a favor is owed. Come. With that, the raven shifts back into a 20 foot tall woman in a long dark cloak with long dark raven black hair and a silvered mask she right she brings the cloak open and inside is just stretches of darkness and she almost like wraps it around you like a giant cloak enveloping you like an adult would a child and all is black for a second and then it seems to become transparent and you are still where you were, but there is like a dome of force kind of all around you, Um, and there is a faint kind of tinted black hue to it. Uh, Rest now. Regain your strength, for the Archon is a dangerous foe. I hope that whatever outcome comes from your decision It is not one you come to regret. And then the voice fades.
1: Zara will just kind of let out a huge breath because that could have gone horribly. (laughs) Oh, she's spooky. (laughs) She's kind of nice though. She does seem nice. Thank you. Uh, We could have all died. And
3: she I'm just hearing. kind of like sits down. <laughs> yeah, she says that no one disagrees. We're all like, right.
2: All yeah, I'm, I'm hearing is that we didn't, except me. Clive of the Wild Man, who <laughs> Clive, You're not
1: dead, Clive. You're not uh, dead. Right. Azar will kind of punch him on the shoulder.
2: <laughs> ah, there's pain in the afterlife. Great. <laughs> Clive,
0: if Clive. you if you take a sleep right now, and you wake up, you know, you know. Obviously, we all know that dead people don't sleep, right? We've never met a dead person sleeping. So if you happen to fall asleep and then wake up, it'll prove that you're not dead.
4: Mr. Half-Elf, then why do they say sleep like the dead? Listen,
0: elephant, hey, shut your Really mouth.
3: good point. <laughs> okay, I don't have a mouth. Should I shut my trunk?
0: Shut your trunk. <laughs> it kind of closes down. <laughs> like it purses like little lips.
3: Clive, do you think you might be even more powerful a fighter here in the afterlife?
0: Oh, that was the
2: one thing I was hoping for all my life. Is that well, there's another life after where I can fight even more.
4: <laughs>
2: Let the world's strongest be and speak.
0: Open your, open your trunk. Well, if, you
4: wanna, if, if the afterlife where you get to fight stuff and be really strong is really interested, you should hope that you go to Asgard, uh, Mr. Clive. That's what, I think you'd like it. You get to fight all day and there's big monsters and, and like really strong warriors and stuff, and you get to go there.
0: But Kiki, he's already dead and he's not in Asgard.
4: But he's not dead! I didn't <laughs> kill
0: him! Perhaps it's time
2: for me. I'm in purgatory. This Asgard calls to me!
3: Maybe you have to prove yourself the best fighter in purgatory in order to be passed on to Asgard.
2: Aye. The only way to do that is to slay who hath slain me.
3: No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no! That's no. dishonorable. Polypen
0: flies up like <laughs> as high as she can get. She's at the top of this dome, which is like twenty feet up, and she's just like Aah!
1: from From what I've heard, in my arcane wisdom, uh, the only way to uh, leave Purgatory is to slay an archon after arrest, and either your soul will go to <laughs> Asgard or will return to the human plane, depending on how you do. And Azar is like.
3: <laughs> that's that's what I've heard too. Right? Um mm-hmm.
0: uh, Yes. Uh, for sure. Rest. Kill.
3: Archon. Question mark.
0: Question mark. Profit.
2: It seems the path's been laid before
0: me. <laughs> Very good. Well, <laughs> I'm assuming you're all going to take a long rest.
2: Yeah.
0: Yes, you might um, take I do that have long a suggestion rest. though. Can oh. I? Because I, I'm concerned about this Shadowfell. Oh. This might sound weird, but can we put Kiki in the middle of all of us? And I'm going to rest yeah. my head by Kiki.
3: Okay. It's, her sunny disposition. Her, her sunny disposition. Yeah. I know. I'll oh, bless you all. Oh. Oh. Thank,
0: well, thank you, Kiki.
3: You. That's okay oh, yeah.
0: and then she kind of blows her her uh trunk and it, like glitter like golden ah! glitter kind of sprays out and then it disappears like it falls on you and disappears but you are all affected by the bless spell for the next hour. Oh, yay, like, that,
2: D4. like that 90s toy, the elephant that shoots up the butterflies. Yeah, <gasps> I elephant love the that. elephant.
0: Yep. Yep. Well, I would like you all to take your long rest, uh, but then all I right. need you all to make a wisdom saving throw, and this will be at the end of the rest, so you don't get the bless effect. Oh, of course. Pointless. Gosh. Uh, but yeah, I need you all to make, and this is going to be the last thing, and then we're going to wrap up the episode.
3: Okay. Twenty-six. That's
0: off. Twenty-six. I need to know if anybody gets. In fact, I won't say, but just yeah, tell me what you get. What kind is this? A wisdom saving. Wisdom throw? Wisdom saving throw. Uh, Fourteen. 14. 19. 19. That's a 7. Sorry if
1: you can hear my dog.
0: Is it really shady? It is really a 7. Shady, could you roll a d6 for me, please? And then you and I will have to have a chat before next week.
3: Uh Uh-oh, you're in trouble.
0: Do you want me to tell you what I rolled? Uh -uh. Yes, please. A 5. Okay. You and I will have a quick chat before next week. Cool.
3: Gotta go to the DM's office. Uh oh. (laughs) My parents Uh, are gonna be so mad.
0: But yeah, (laughs) Uh, that's it. What a great episode. Uh, We'll have a long rest. And then I guess next week, you guys will take the battle to the Archon.
3: Kiki is a great NPC. Good Kiki's job, Mark. The yeah, best
1: NPC. I,
0: I had a sneaking suspicion that when I was like, "Oh, I need an NPC that can kind of give them info and stuff like that." Oh, holophants are cute. I'll put, oh, they're gonna fucking love a holophant.
1: <laughs> We're gonna fucking mm-hmm. love a holophant. Who doesn't? Yeah, that uh, great quick question. Is that yes. Pegasus up for grabs? That's up what I was The hoping. alicorn, you mean? Alicorn. Is the alicorn... No. Uh,
0: it's not up for grabs.
1: Anything in the game is up for anything grabs. Anything in the game is up for grabs. There, sure. there's. Okay. It exists,
3: sure. doesn't it? Yeah, true. Okay, sure. I mean,
1: if I can minor illusion a saddle and a bridle, I'm riding that bitch out of the Shadowfell.
0: <laughs> okay, I'll help. sure. Thank you. <laughs> sure, I'm just going to steal Princess Celestia. It's fine. She doesn't have a mind of her own. so. No! <laughs>
1: Oh, well, if she has a mind of her own, then we're gonna be friends.
0: Okay, right. Well, with that, friends, thank you for a wonderful game. This has been a great game. I really enjoyed it. There was a lot of cool stuff. Wasn't expecting you to go and kick in the mad angel's house and just start fighting, but there we We go. We had
2: questions.
0: You did have questions. (laughs) And we got answers. answers. They had swords.
3: (laughs) And answers.
0: Yeah, and the the sad ones did. Let's do uh, some quick, very quick shout-outs. Literally, rattle them off. Let's go with Nate Sharp. Let's start with Nate.
2: And I have a thing to talk about. Um, (gasps) I've I've scheduled a tour before COVID. It's been canceled and canceled. And now it is back on uh, COVID permitting. If pandemic looks like it's over, then we're going back out in August uh, with the band Vespera and my good buddy CG5. Uh, We're going all across the U.S. Uh, Sorry, non-U.S., but that's (laughs) how it be. Well, we are going, there's like, uh, oh, here it is. Seattle, Portland, Berkeley, West Hollywood, S- uh, San Diego, Phoenix, San Antonio, Dallas, Houston, Orlando, Atlanta, Washington, D.C., <gasps> New York, Boston, Chicago, Ferndale, Cleveland, Indianapolis, Milwaukee, Denver, and Salt Lake City. Tickets are at com slash tour. Mika.
1: Hi, I'm Mika. I will be attending the West Hollywood show um, because I live <laughs> in Los Angeles. Uh, you can see all my stuff at Mika Burton. Um, you could go to my uh, horseback riding Instagram at Mika Strides. I'm jumping this week, my first jump. So I'm very excited. I'm probably going to post a video of it or I'm going to fall yeah. off and break something. Uh, shady.
0: <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm Shady. Uh, I stream a lot on Twitch.tv slash Shady Penguin. I play video games. Uh, I drink tea and we're making our streams really, really, really unique and fun right now with this new plugin that I found. So you guys can literally control my OBS. So it's, uh, it's going to get really interesting over the next couple weeks. So come by. I tag Anna.
3: I'm at Anna Prosser everywhere social medias are found and my dog is at Happy Nizki and she just got surgery and she's wearing a donut that actually looks like a donut around her neck. So I highly recommend a follow on that account. I have extra brains on Fridays. I have pawns and patrons on May 8th and I pass it to you, Mark.
0: Thank you very much, Anna Prosser. You can check me out. My big thing that I do is I do my own D&D show called High Rollers. Uh, maybe you've heard of it, maybe you haven't, but you should come and check it out. It's on Sundays at 5 p.m. UK time or 9 a.m. Pacific, if you're in the Pacific time zone. So what a great way to spend your Sunday. Cup of tea, watch some British people play Dungeons & Dragons live on Twitch. That's on uh, twitch.tv forward slash highrollersdnd. You can follow us on Twitter, podcast. It's all under the same name, highrollersdnd. Um, I'm not really doing much of my own streams and, and YouTube at the moment, so come and support High Rollers. I work very hard of it. I'm very proud of it. We've built it up over five years uh and i always appreciate new people coming in and watching the show it's very epic at the minute we're in the high levels we're at level 15 and it's real marvel avengers stuff so come and check that out um and that's it that's it from all of us i think so thank you very much my friends we'll be back for more nights of evening stars soon till then take care we love you goodbye